lot of moves, a lot of things that were spoken by Ron Hextall that I didn't agree with during his most unfortunate tenure as general manager here. One of them that he told me a few years ago before a morning skate in Toronto really stuck with me. It's all about Sid. For as long as he's here, it's all about Sid. And that's the way that it should be. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Senators 3, Penguins 0 last night in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Not the hockey team's best preseason showing. 40 shots on Jonas Corposalo. All of them stopped, obviously. 0 for 6 on the power play. As Evgeny Malkin would say afterward, we tried, but it didn't happen. I'm sure Sid wanted in the worst way to score a goal. I'm sure the guys around him wanted to succeed in that setting almost as much as he did, if only for him. Didn't work out. Here's some of what Sid had to say afterward about the the passionate welcome home that he got in his hometown. Uh, just trying to enjoy it, you know. Um, I've been on the other side of it playing for a Mooski here against the Mooseheads, and uh, it wasn't always as welcoming, so um, I tried to soak it in tonight. It was nice, and I uh, can't thank them enough for the reception and just you know just I think the, the atmosphere of the game the, the environment of it all was, was pretty special hopefully for everybody that was, was part of it so I feel bad for Drake that he had a breakaway and had a take away on him like that but uh, you know I thought that especially the guys from here I'm sure everybody enjoyed it. Sid will get ovations wherever he goes he'll get them obviously here in Pittsburgh more than anywhere else. But there's nothing that comes close to the athlete's treatment in their home environment from people who look down onto the ice or onto the field or onto the court and say, that's one of us. That's one of our own. That's somebody who embodies the hopes and the dreams of the younger people who are right here in this area. And it's tremendous. It really is that the Penguins, led by the Fenway Sports Group, went out of their way to do this. Uh, That starts with John Henry, the man at the very top of that structure who actually went there and partook in some of the festivities. It works its way through to Kyle Dubas, to Kevin Acklin, uh, and particularly the people who've been around for a while. And they get it. They get it. They get the same thing that Hextall got. And that's that it's about Sid. It has to be about Sid. Now, if you're one of those people who's a little bit more cynical about life and everything else, if you're one of those people who just habitually rolls out of bed in the wrong direction, you might think to yourself, why does it have to be always about Sid? Why does he? Why why does this organization uh, gonna hurt itself for the next few years 
committing to some sort of extended farewell tour. And I know, look, I'm not trying to misrepresent the fan base. This is not the majority viewpoint. But I can promise you, and I hear from them, that there are a few. And my answer to that is, you're going to have a convergence of Sid and Gino, Chris Letang, now Eric Carlson, on top of Jake Gensel, Ricard Raquel, Brian Rust, and others. You're going to have a convergence like this again in Pittsburgh in, what, 10 years, 20 years? Yeah, you see where I'm going here? Look at the number of players who are on this team who are either slam dunk locks for the Hall of Fame or very much in the argument or at least on that trajectory. And then ask yourself how often that happens anywhere. And oh, by the way, at pretty much any age. You say what you want about where Sid and Gino are on the biological clock, but they both just came through with full 82 regular season game showings this past season and point a game production. That unto itself is rare. Even if they were 23 years old and they played all 82 games and delivered a point a game, Those are some very, very wealthy and exciting young players coming into your system, or even established players with no additional ceiling. That's rare. Having a three-time Norris Trophy added to a defense corps that already had the best defenseman in franchise history, that's rare. And you don't fight that, and you don't dilute that. Here's what I mean by the dilution. You don't say to Dubis, if you're Fenway Sports Group, your mission here is to make sure that we take care of these guys and you know they're happy and whatever else here, but along the way, we're going to start building up the next generation of penguins. You can't do it. You can't do it. You're going to pick one or the other. Now, does that mean you have to go throwing away all your first-round picks? No. But it does mean if there's a big-time player available to you, someone who can legitimately make a difference, whether it's for a first-rounder or a second-rounder, you go right ahead. That was part of the Carlson cost. Everybody gets all giddy, and rightly so, about the remainder of the transaction. All that money that was moved out, all that cap space that was freed up. But there was still a first-rounder in there. And no apologies. No apologies from anyone involved. Why? Because this, right now, remains their best, most realistic chance to win another Stanley Cup for a long time. Might as well go all in while that window is even perceived to be open. When we come back, J1Q... So Tammy, who says, hi, DK, can you please explain why Jeff Carter 
Smith on the second power play unit. I understand the salary cap limitations being able to dump him, but do we really have to see him on the power play? How will Drew O'Connor and others ever learn if we keep rolling the old man out there? Tammy, I'm not a big believer in preemptive anger, and everything that's in the preseason should have the prefix pre attached to it. So this would be preemptive anger. Nothing's happened yet. As you point out yourself, Carter is here because there's nowhere else for him to go other than just politely asking him to not show up while he's getting paid, while he might be able to offer some kind of depth option should everything else go haywire or a bunch of guys get hurt. And right now, I'm going to be honest, that's how I'm hoping this Carter thing will align. I've said this before and I'll repeat it. He should be sitting in the press box near me for opening night against the Blackhawks and for every other game in which you have 18 skaters who will be more capable or specifically six bottom six forwards who will be more capable. The Penguins, I believe, have closer to 10 bottom six forwards who can offer more to the team than what Carter did last season. Let's see them instead. I don't think it's really so much an old guy versus a kid thing. I think it's about a guy who's got nothing left and is just not performing well versus guys who are better who can do more at this stage of their careers. I know that sounds like the same thing, but it's not. It's not keeping old versus young on principle. It's it's just saying, just put your best guys out there. It goes back to what I was offering up in the opening segment, Tammy. It, it's If you're out there to win, put your best players out there. This should be the simplest possible roster-making process. You don't have to worry about uh, taking care of this kid or building up that kid or anything. Put your best players out and win the game that's right in front of you. Beat the team you're facing that night, and then get ready for the next team. Don't worry about building up Drew O'Connor. Don't worry about building up Sam Poulin. Don't worry about anything in that spirit. Worry about winning the next game that you play. Carter doesn't help you win games anymore. He used to, had a wonderful NHL career. Really did. Not anymore. He can sit upstairs. I appreciate the question, Tammy. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow after I spend the day with the team out in Cranberry today. And then I'll be covering the preseason game tomorrow night in Pittsburgh against the Red Wings. 